Hey guys, welcome to the show that gives you the tools you need to break through into all you were created to be, to live your life full of hope and purpose. I'm Pam Ramey and Jesus Girls, let's find our role. I'm Pam Ramey, and so happy you have joined us today, where our goal, as always, is to encourage and equip you to live your life with destiny and purpose. At the end of today's show, we're going to make a powerful declaration, as we always do, over our lives, and I'm going to share a cool fitness tip that will make your legs stronger and tighten your tushy. In our last podcast, we talked about how our words are the most important thing we have, how they have power to bless or annihilate us and others, and why it's important to be aware, truly aware of what's flying out of our mouth. And we're going to continue on that topic today. I, first of all, I just have to say, I totally love my pastors, and I will never forget the first time I heard our pastor, Craig Jones, this was like seven years ago, say, you are living right this second in a harvest you've created for yourself. And the words you're speaking have a lot to do with it. Well, Jesus girls, I got to be honest with you, that comment did less than thrill me at the time. <laughs> Truth be told, I was not crazy about a few aspects of the harvest in which I was living. And I felt like my husband, Tommy, and I were doing everything possible to to turn some things around. Plus, I knew that words were powerful. And acting and speaking positively, they were pretty darn important to me. And I even taught classes on the power of positive versus negative words and thoughts in my stress management uh, courses. But what Craig was saying was really different than just, you know, positive versus negative words and thoughts. How, what he was saying was that how I speak and think went far beyond just stopping that negative dialogue in my head and that my words were actually creating something and determining my future, that I was planting seeds, which would eventually produce a harvest, good or bad. Even frivolous words spoken in jest carried the power to create something. So that really was a rubber meets the moment a rubber meets the road moment for me. And I decided to get hyper-focused on what I was speaking over myself and what I was speaking over others, what I was speaking over my health, over my finances, over my relationships. Because if every word was planting a seed to ultimately produce what I was speaking, it became very obvious to me that I needed to run better defense with my mouth. Just like Proverbs 6.2 says that, you are snared by the words of your mouth. So around this same time, uh, Pastor Jana Jones, Craig's wife, began saying to me, Pam, we got to work the word. We got to work the word. And this was also something I had never heard before. And I, I really wanted to understand what she meant. Like work the word. How do you work the word? Love the word by all means, but work it. <laughs> that was like a little, that was a foreign saying to me. So I'd always been taught in order to live a victorious Christian life, all I needed to do was love God, read my Bible more, pray a lot, and God would pretty much take care of the rest. But 
What I didn't know was that while I was waiting for God to show up, he was waiting for me to show up. (laughs) He had already given me all these amazing promises in his word, and he was waiting for me to declare them from my lips. It was one thing reading about his promises, but sending them forth as seeds to create a harvest in my life was another thing. So, you know, talking about my problems was just planting seeds for more problems. And honestly, in this moment, it just really all started to click with me. I was doing everything in my power while pleading with God to turn things around, but it wasn't my power I needed. What I needed to know was how to access his power and what he's already provided for me. And I didn't need to be pleading with God about anything or begging God for anything. So, yep, Jesus girls, honestly, I started working the word. And instead of telling God all about my problems, I started releasing my faith by declaring the end result of what he's already done because God never goes back on his word. It is irrevocable. And to chat about this a little bit more, I want to welcome my good friend Lorraine to the show today. Hey, girl, it's good to have you here. Oh, it's so good to be here. And I really like what you're saying about God's word being irrevocable. I love how the Passion Translation says it in Psalms 89, 34, and 35. How could I revoke my covenant of love that I promised David? For I have given him my word, my holy, irrevocable word. Mm. Lorraine, I love that verse too. And it tells me that God has already given us breakthrough from any problem or any situation that we may find ourselves in, that he has never changed his mind about his plans and his purposes for our lives. And those words are irrevocable. You know, Pammy, when you were talking about how our words create a harvest and how God's desire for us is to walk in purpose and healing in every area of our life, you also mentioned working the word. Mm-hmm. This was a new term for me also. And I wonder if you could give our listeners a better idea of what that means. You bet I can. So Good. basically, girls, we need some skin in the game. That's what it boils down to. We got to get involved in partnering with God. So we've got to get into God's word and search out the truth of what those irrevocable promises are to us and then declare those promises over our lives through our mouth. Hmm. So what you're saying is we need to be speaking God's promises over our lives instead of just talking about our problems. (laughs) Exactly. Hmm. We need to agree with what God has to say to us and about us. I know for me, it needs to be very intentional. It does. So... It's so easy to let my problems take center stage, but when I make myself get out of that headspace and refocus my thoughts and words on the victory Jesus has already given me, Mm -hmm. boy, it changes my whole day. It is a game changer. Well said. When we refocus our thoughts and words to reflect his promises instead of our problems, 
It does change our whole day. It does change our whole life. Do you have an example of how you work the word in your life that might help our listeners to get a better grasp on how this works? I do. In fact, shortly after learning about working the word, I realized I needed to change the way I was talking to God. I needed to change how I prayed. And that was a really big thing for me. Oh, how so? Well, during this season, God was teaching me these wonderful truths through my pastors. And during that time, I consulted for a large company as a practice specialist to oversee the training and growth of their lifestyle coaches and their fitness instructors. And I'm telling you, new responsibilities were constantly being added to my plate with zero additional compensation for the extra workload. And I was kind of getting a bad attitude about it. I had been complaining about this situation to God. I'd been complaining about the situation to Tommy for a while. And actually, I believed the way I was praying to God were very sincere prayers. And Lorraine, they went mostly something like this. Uh, God, this company is disrespecting me, and I'm asking you to please step into this situation. They keep giving me more work, but never increase my compensation. And you know, we really could use the money right now. So you're the only one who can change this, God. Can you please help me? Okay, I think we've all been there. (laughs) Well, I'm here to tell you that I never saw God answer those prayers. Jesus, girls, I never saw God answer those prayers. You know why? Because he was already aware of my situation, along with every single problem that was in my life. Not to mention the fact that he had already stepped in. (laughs) He already did it when he sent his son Jesus to the cross to fulfill every single promise he ever made. He didn't need me to continually whine about the intricate details of what he already knew. What God was waiting for was for me to work his word and start walking in victory, to declare and believe for the promises that he had already supplied. And I'm telling you, with that realization, I changed the way I talked to God. I stopped pleading. I stopped begging. No more reminding him of every difficult thing that I was going through. Instead, I began thanking God for what he had already done, and I started declaring out of my mouth the promises that he has written in his word. So now my prayers went something like this over this situation. God, I thank you for making me the head and not the tail and for blessing my finances with whatever I put my hands to. Thank you for delighting in my prosperity and blessing this job you have given me, knowing that every good and perfect gift comes from you. I declare I am prosperous in this job and have great favor with my boss. Wow, that's quite a shift. It's like you did 180 on how you prayed. I totally did. Okay, you sparked my curiosity. Did you ever see anything change with your job situation? Honestly, this was such a fun thing. And I think God was just showing off a little bit because I had a meeting with my superior a couple of weeks after just changing the way that I was praying and talking to God. And here's what happened. I ended the meeting with my mind set on asking for specifically 20 additional hours of compensation per 
bi-weekly pay period. And I had my records in hand to substantiate that request, man. I had my guns loaded. But a few minutes into just exchanging pleasantries, my boss blurts out, Pam, no one here can do what you're doing for us. And we want to give you an extra 40 hours of compensation per pay period. And also, let's best define how to utilize your skill set so you're not being pulled in so many directions. That's incredible. (laughs) I love it. It was awesome. And I may have looked professionally composed on the outside, but I was exploding with joy inside my heart because I knew God did this. And that, and it literally, it literally did blow me away. He had already had the supply waiting for me. And it was double the amount that I was even thinking about asking for. But he was teaching me something so important in this moment, Lorraine and Jesus girls. And that was how to align my words with his promises. That is so good. And that reminds me of Psalms ninety seventeen, And that says, Oh Lord, our God, Let your sweet beauty rest upon us and give us favor. Mm. Come work with us, and then your works will endure and give us success in all we do. Yes, 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 Mm -hmm. he does. He gives us success in all we do, Jesus girls. And, you know, it amazed me to see God confirming this truth uh, in such a supernatural way and so swiftly. But I got to tell you, it typically does not happen this way for me. There are some very specific things that I have been declaring and believing God for for many years, which have not yet manifest. So girls, don't give up. Don't give up. I'm just sharing a story of of, of a situation where it happened very quickly. And, and sometimes... You know, we do see a manifestation of what we're praying for and believing for and declaring. We do see that quickly, but other times we have to just stay with it and not give up and not lose our hope and keep believing and keep declaring because and not waver because we know that God's promises are irrevocable. We've got to work his word and continue to declare and believe and Know that we know that we know that God is truly our divine supply in every single area of our life. I think it's time that we make a declaration to line our words up with his words. Let's do it. And Jesus girls, remember, when we declare something, we are sending out like seeds. Our words are like seeds to eventually produce a harvest. So Lorraine's going to speak the words and then we are going to repeat them after her. And we're going to say those words out loud over ourselves. And I want you to be intentional and believe for what you're saying. All right, Lorraine, take it away. Okay. Let's make our declaration from that verse we just referred to in Psalm 90, 17. Here we go. Thank you, God, that your sweet beauty rests upon me. Thank you, God, that your sweet beauty rests upon me. And gives me favor in whatever I do. And gives me favor in whatever I do. Thank you that your works endure through me. Thank you that your works endure through me. And that you give me success in every area of my life. And that you give me success in every area of my life. 
Wow. That is such a powerful declaration. I love it. I think we should do that again. I'm with you. Here we go. Thank you, God, that your sweet beauty rests upon me. Say it out loud, Jesus girls. Thank you, God, that your sweet beauty rests upon me. And gives me favor in whatever I do. And gives me favor in whatever I do. Thank you that your works endure through me. Thank you that your works endure through me. And that you give me success in every area of my life. And that you give me success in every area of my life. And Jesus, girls, God gives you success, wants to give you success in every area of your life. You are covered with his favor in whatever you do. And his works are enduring through you. And his sweet, sweet beauty is resting upon you right now. Wow, that's a powerful declaration, Lorraine, that will produce a good harvest. Amen. (laughs) Before we head out today, I promise to share a quick fitness tip to help strengthen your legs and lift your tush, and it is called a squat. Now, you probably heard of a squat, and besides strengthening your legs and your bum, it's a great way for burning calories improving your core strength, and making those muscles, the bones, the tendons, and the ligaments around your ankles and your knees stronger and more stable. So you get a lot of bang for your buck with a squat. Plus, you can easily integrate these, you can integrate squats into your day. Uh, You know, while you're talking on the phone, you could be, you know, sitting up and, you know, doing your squats, sitting up, standing up, sitting up, standing Anyway, you know what I mean. But you want to do them correctly to avoid the stress to your knees. And that's what we're going to talk about right now, about how to make sure that you're doing a squat uh with good technique. And the best way to practice doing a squat is to sit at the end, the edge of a kitchen chair. So you want a firm chair where your feet can touch the floor. You don't want to be sitting on the couch that's kind of cushy and smishy. And you want to line your ankles right under your knees. So if you look over your knees, you're going to be able to see your toes. So we're going to start with our hands on our thighs and just stand up. Okay, that's how you start a squat. Then once you stand up, you're going to sit back down. But you're going to do something as you're standing up. You're going to drive your heels into the floor. And girls, if it's there, squeeze it. I don't care what it is. Squeeze your bum, squeeze your thighs, squeeze. Because that's going to activate those muscles and make them work even harder. Now, you can do this uh, to the point where you stand up and instead of sitting all the way back down, you can just hover and then stand back up. See if you can do that. That means that your legs are getting a little bit stronger. So first first, uh, starting would be sitting on the chair, standing up, sitting back down on the chair. Second progression would be to stand up, sit back down, but don't sit all the way on the chair. Just kind of hover and then stand back up. And you're going to start maybe with about 12 squats, you know, at a time and see if you can gradually work up to maybe 20 squats throughout the day or 30 squats throughout the day. And here's another thing. As you're practicing your squat and going into that hover, I just want to say this, girls, We need to know how to hover. That's all there is to it. We do because it is inevitable. It's not if, it's when. 
we will all be faced with the dreaded portalette. And we need to have strong thighs, right, Lorraine? That is correct. Yes, we do. So, yes, so... This is an important exercise. I want you to get this technique down. So, well, Lorraine, I think that's a wrap for today. Well, I feel revived and ready to work the word. Man, so do I. And Jesus, girls, we're learning new ways all the time to find our roar. And this week, it is through working the word. So work the word. And please like our show and subscribe to our channel if you found this helpful and share it with your friends. We love you being here, and we look forward to seeing you next time on Jesus Girl Roar.